G'day, my name is Ryan King. I'm one of the senior legal advisors at CISA Labor. G'day, my name is Ryan Duplessis. I'm also one of the legal advisors at CISA in Pretoria. So today's topic is, a, is an interesting one. It's very topical because everybody's speaking about it, is regarding COVID-19 and how to get your workplace ready for the return of staff. In addition to that, we'll also cover an aspect of what to do when employees refuse to come back to work out of a fear that they may contract COVID-19 in the workplace. So let's get into it. Uh, what should employers be doing in order to get their workplaces ready for the staff considering COVID-19? Look, most importantly, first and foremost, employers must implement a risk assessment. The risk assessment basically is identifying all the risk areas around the work, doing a walkabout, seeing what's the high risk areas, especially where there is contact points like biometric system, printers, bathrooms, places like that. That is a high risk of where the virus can contract. Employers must ensure that all employees are aware of the risk assessment and also implement a COVID-19 policy to make employees aware of the risk assessment and the policy in the workplace. Absolutely. So it's important that not every workplace is going to be identical. So you can't have a one fits a one suits all approach when it comes to ensuring workplaces are, are sanitized and ready for, for COVID-19. So it's absolutely vital that employers utilize either a safety officer who's well versed in occupational health and safety and do an absolute walkthrough through the, the workplace and identify where potential risks are. And then have specifics put in place as to what to deal with and then train the staff regarding what, what procedures are in place in the workplace, what steps they need to take, particularly when it comes to biometric systems and high-risk areas. And it's important that they, they utilize the safety equipment provided. Yeah, 100%, Ryan. Yeah, look, some of the specifics that you mentioned that the company can implement is desanitization of the company. Also, providing them with screening procedures and putting it in a register. Those are crucial elements that the company must implement and keep record of in the workplace. It's effectively that the registers are going to be the only source of information to an outsider coming to do, say, for instance, an inspection. Should there, there be a need to do so? And that, that register will indicate exactly what measures and how consistent the company applies those measures in the workplace. And I think it's also important to note that employees need to be trained as to what's expected of them. And that's where the COVID-19 policy comes to the fore. Would you agree with that? Most definitely. In keeping employees informed is probably one of the most important things to do in the workplace with regards to the policy so that they know what steps to take, what to do on a daily basis with regards to sanitization and also keeping the social distancing in the workplace. So let's just recap. It's absolutely vital that a risk assessment gets done. And during that risk assessment, certain measures need to be then taken and specific steps need to be included in a policy that then indicates to staff what is expected of them, what the company expects they can expect from their company or their employer. And then obviously employees have to be trained on that so that they understand exactly what's going on. Yeah, that's correct. And also the company must just ensure that they provide the employees with the necessary PPE and also should they work in close proximity with each other the necessary social, social distancing will be applied in the workplace. So let's then deal with the, the next topic. We've gone through this massive economical expense of, of getting all the COVID-19 risk assessments done. We've managed to obtain PPE for every staff member. And uh, we feel that we're ready to go and people should be coming back. What do I do if I have an employee who refuses to come back? 
you always have that one employee that that's a bit difficult that that will obviously refuse to come back to work due to the fear of contracting the virus. Look, unfortunately, there was a consolidated directive that was issued by government, and unfortunately, the the employee has a right to refuse to come back to work if he fears that he's an imminent threat of contracting the virus. However, the employee must inform the safety officer as well as the employer that he will refuse to come back to work. And that he must then obviously then indicate to his employer what his concerns are, why he refuses to come back to work. And then a consultation process should be uh, undertaken where an employer or the safety officer or both effectively have a meeting or a discussion with that employee to try and assist that employee in understanding one, what his concern is and whether they can come to an amicable arrangement to suit that employee. Would you agree with that? Most definitely, yeah, getting the safety officer involved will also be a crucial part of that. Trying to resolve the matter is crucial. Again, coming back to our previous points, that's when your registers or your daily registers will be of crucial importance because obviously you will show the employee, listen here, this is the measures that I put in place. This is the PPE that we are providing. However, should the employee then still refuse to come to work, the employer may not threaten the employee saying, listen here, if you're not coming back to work, I'm going to dismiss you. The employer may also not deduct any money from the employee to provide the employee with with the PPE. The employer may also not pay the employee any advantage by not exercising his right of refusal to work in the workplace. And it must be noted that an employee doesn't have to go through the normal internal processes to refuse to come to work. There's no need to lay a grievance first if a grievance heard. An employee has the right in terms of this government gazette to effectively refuse straight out to say, I have an absolute fear that I may imminently contract COVID-19 in the workplace. And as a result of that, I'm refusing to come to work. So if we then go through the process of consultation, hopefully then an employee will then have his fears relieved and he will not be concerned about coming back to work. And hopefully that is the situation. What happens if an employee still refuses and we feel it's an irrational fear? Yeah, look, if the employee still refuses after you've tried to resolve the matter internally, getting the safety rep involved, obviously the employer or the employee can then refer the matter to the CCMA. Again, the commissioner will then decide whether or not the, the refusal is reasonable or not. Again, that is where your proof of your screening procedures and all the social distancing that you've implemented in the workplace will be of utmost importance because the owners will lie on the employer to prove to the commissioner that they've done every reasonable step to prove that the employee's fear is irrational and that the workplace is safe for the employee to return back to work. So I think uh, to finish off and conclude, it's it's absolutely necessary that an element of reasonableness needs to be applied. So uh, staff that are able to conduct their work from home safely should still be allowed to do so. Staff that are high risk obviously do have a, a greater risk when contracting the virus and special arrangements need to be made with those staff. However, under this new government gazette, if we get everything in place and the companies utilize every aspect of policy and allowing staff to come back to work regarding safety, there shouldn't be an issue. 100%, I agree with you completely there, Ryan. If the employee's fear is irrational, there's nothing that the company can do. However, they should do everything in their power to prove that the workplace is safe to continue. Johan, thank you so much for your insights into this. And I've really enjoyed speaking to you today. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan.